Hi everybody, it's Bert from Season Gaming, and thank you for joining us for BitCast72. We're back with the same crew as always, Dan, Ains, and myself. We've got a big day for you as far as news goes with Nintendo Direct just passing. We're going to kind of go through that in a cliff note perspective. We're not going to go through detail. We do have a great question that was posed to us from one of our listeners, and then we're going to continue the format as we usually do. But let's get started as to what I guess was the biggest news of the week. There really wasn't a ton of news, but Nintendo Direct did happen earlier this week. A lot of big announcements and a couple of surprises we didn't really expect, but let me just touch on maybe one of the biggest one that was maybe a rumor or news ahead of time. We had actually mentioned that it was a rumor, and that is that Overwatch is coming to the Switch. The date that we did hear was correct. It is coming on October 16th. Um, as far as the technical aspect of it, we really don't need to get into that, but it's obviously a little bit downgraded, but it is on that portable console, so really cool to see that. But um, what do you guys think? Are y'all going to pick up Overwatch here? Going to be passing on it? Uh, we mentioned before, is, is it too late for an Overwatch at this point in the generation and even the life's generation of the game? What, what do y'all think? Yeah, I'm, I'm passing on it only because I kind of got my fill of Overwatch when it released, and uh, certainly if I wanted to go back to it, the Switch is not the platform I'm going to play it on. Um, I think this is one of those titles that's a big name title and for people who are dedicated to the Switch or the Nintendo ecosystem, this is a cool game to come over. Um, but if I'm trying to play, I mean, the Switch, or excuse me, Overwatch is, is pretty much a competitive game, right? I mean, that's the focus for that game and um, I don't know, I just don't feel the Switch platform is the platform I'd want to play that game on, but I still think it's cool that it's being ported. Yep, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um... Except I didn't play a whole lot at launch. <laughs> I've played some Overwatch. I've just never been a really big fan of that kind of genre anyway. But um, it's cool for, cool for Nintendo fans. I think that um, it's really going to put Nintendo online to test uh, and see how that works out. Um, especially with like chat options and stuff like that. But um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it should be if people really want to take it on the go. And you know, this is the only way to do it now at the moment. So... Good for them. Yeah, funny enough, I'm over here searching to check something real quick because I actually should have searched this before. But has anybody seen the, the what they're charging for Overwatch at this point for the Switch at launch? Thirty bucks, I'm guessing. I'm yeah, saying. it's actually going for forty. Yeah. Um, it is what they consider the legendary edition, um, and it does come with three months of the Nintendo Switch online membership. So, Bargain. depending on what that is for value for you, but. Yeah, so it's kind of a weird thing because a lot of these newer games that are being ported either from last generation or early this generation are priced really strange. Um, 40 bucks, I think, is a, uh, a bit steep for you know a game this late and everything, and all the characters are free anyway, so it's not like you're getting an additional you know character that another console doesn't have. But um, I guess to a typical Switch owner that does not play other console games or anything else along those lines, this might be worth a bargain. But just keep in mind, it's $39.99, um, and it is going to be pushing that Nintendo Switch online. And as Dan said, maybe this is going to be testing the online service a bit from a chat perspective or whatever the case is. So, I don't know. To each their own. Um, sticking with Nintendo Direct, uh, one of the biggest, I guess, worst-kept secrets is that SNES games were coming. We just didn't know when they were coming. And one of the great surprises about it is as the, uh, um, the Nintendo Direct was going, they did announce that it's going to be available the following day. So Nintendo Switch um, Online... Super Nintendo Store, or whatever you want to call it, is available. 
Um, they also announced the SNES controller, which is not shipping until later this month. Let me check my notes here. It is the uh, 18th that that controller will start shipping out. It's only available for purchase if you are a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber, and you have to you have to order from Nintendo. You can't get it from a third-party store like Best Buy, GameStop, or anything along those lines. Um, actually impressed with the lineup for uh, SNES. A lot better than what they did with the NES. Um, that's kind of a lackluster lineup outside of a couple, but I was kind of struggling to find some big games that people just love and is missing here, but obviously there's going to be more added later, but almost all the first-party stuff here. With Medios on there? Because, <laughs> yes. man, that would be a day one. Not, not, not first-party. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's unfortunate. All right, anyway, yeah, I, I already ordered my controller, of course. You know, that goes without mm -hmm. saying. I'm excited for it. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll play. This is one of those things where it's like, hey, I can just kind of jump on over here for an hour and, you know, play a couple old games. But, um, I mean, it's not a bad thing, you know, and we kind of knew, you know, this was coming. Um, and actually, you can get, you know, they've got a lot of third-party controllers you can get. Um, I know 8-Bit Doe or something like that does a lot of that stuff. And, um, and they're... Fairly similarly priced, except you have to buy the adapter for it. But if you really, really want one, you don't have it online, check Amazon. You can probably get one. Um, but, yeah, I'll be playing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, for sure. More than, than Overwatch, 100%. <laughs> have any of you guys given it a try yet? No, no, I haven't. No, no, no. I don't have too much to say, really. I think it's cool. I, I kind of gave Nintendo a little flack. Uh, in my article, I wrote around not supporting more of their back catalog on the Switch, so this was cool to see. The SNES is um, one of my favorite consoles of all time, bar none. I have just super fond memories of that console, Super Mario World, um, Super Metroid. I mean, there's, there's the lineup on that system is just incredible. So, um, yeah, I think this is really neat. Now I can play again on the big screen, considering I think well, we all bought SNES Classics <laughs> uh, not a few months ago. Yeah, so yeah. Um, the one thing I... I, I'm 99% sure they didn't do this, but tell me if I'm wrong. I thought it would be really cool if they added the online play. Like, I would be hilarious to play Super Tennis against each other. Oh, God. No. Well, to, to answer your question directly, yeah. no, there's no online play. It is two-player, uh, you know, on the same console in the same house, but not, not oh, online. Oh, they're pushing boundaries. Pushing. <laughs> yep. So a couple ones that were absent that were on the um, SNES Mini or Classic or whatever it's called was like a... Mario RPG is missing. Um, I think uh, some of the other big ones, like Secret of Mana, is not there and stuff like that. Obviously, they can add stuff in the future. Hopefully, there'll be something new. But like I said, a lot of the big ones, and I'm looking at my phone here because I took a screenshot of it, but Link to the Past is there, Super Soccer, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Fantastic Island, which came out game. later in the SNES Fantastic generation. Yep. Uh, it still it looks does. good. It's the art style. It's just gorgeous. Uh, is Super yep. Ghouls and Ghosts on mm -hmm. there? Yep. It is. Super nice. Goals and Goals, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, uh, Brawl Brothers, which is a fun one I used to play with my brother, <laughs> Super Mario Kart, Super Puyo Puyo 2. I mean, there's there's just a lot of good stuff here. So <laughs> um, definitely room for stuff that's coming. Uh, hopefully it's coming. Um, it's It kind of gets you thinking, did they hold off on this to upsells on the yes. SNES Classic? And uh, now that it's available here, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a straight yes, answer. They did. Yes, yes, they did. Yes, sure did. <laughs> and now they'll sell you the same but, controller uh, you just bought six months ago, and Dan lined up and ordered it day one. That's what we're doing. Yep. Yeah, for people Done curious that. about the controller, it is $29.99. Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, the NES controller was more expensive, right? Yeah, I think it or was Or did it closer, come with two? It came or, with two. For the original, okay, I think so it was closer to like fifty or sixty dollars for that. 
Yeah, so that's that's the difference, and also I think you're limited to only four uh, controllers per SN or per Nintendo Switch Online membership. Mm. So if you have maybe a family account, like we share one here at SG, thanks, Dan, <laughs> no uh, and maybe me and Ains wanted to get two, and you two, and then you and Ains two or something, we won't be able to do it. You're limited to four. What? So um, keep what? that in mind. Uh, it is it is kind of weird. I wonder if it's a limited stock issue and they'll let more of them go in the future. I'm sure these are going to become collectible as well. But uh, there's a ton of options already, as Dan said. You can actually use the SNES Classic Controller on the Switch with an adapter. So um, there's ways to do it already. But anyways, let's, let's move on. Tons of Nintendo Direct stuff to talk about. Um, Ains, probably your biggest happy part of Nintendo Direct was <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie was available the moment of the Nintendo Direct being played, um, and there was also an announcement specific to new characters with a fun little trailer that went into like 8-bit style um, showing all the Fatal Fury characters. And then um, Terry, who's probably the most famous Fatal Fury uh, character, uh, was announced as the next character in the uh, Super Smash Bros. Fighter Pass. And there's still one character that has not been um, announced yet. We don't know who it is yet, but that's the first one. The uh, Fatal Fury rumors were true. Um, but let me get your impressions on Banjo. Um, have you touched him yet? Have you played him? Have you seen what he looks like? What's, yeah, what's no, super that? exciting. It, it sadly came at the wrong time. I, you know, they announced earlier this year this was coming late in the year, and so I was like, okay, that'll be good timing, you know. And what do they do? They release it the day that Gears comes out. Um, so no, I haven't played it yet. I did see it. Um, one of my son's friends is a massive Smash Brothers fan. He like, I mean, he plays nonstop, and they were over here playing the other day, and he has it. Um, so I, I thought it looks fantastic, and I just love seeing Banjo in it. But um, no, I haven't played it yet, and it probably will be a little while, just because, like I've said many times, Gears and Borderlands, that's that's it for me for a while. So, <laughs> Dan, you get a chance? No, nope, didn't. <laughs> gears, man. <laughs> Damn Gears. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So from everybody's review that I'm hearing about, I mean, IGN did a review just on the DLC, which I thought was kind of funny, but... Um, he comes at the stage, um, and I did see a ton of gameplay with him, and he actually looks really, really good, and um, I guess really yeah. loyal to his art yeah. style and everything like that. Um, I have heard that his moves, on the other hand, a bit lackluster compared to the other people in the Fighter Pass, but um, he plays like one of the bigger character, uh, heavier characters, which is cool. But um, uh, any thoughts on Terry and Fatal Fury making that? connection with smash brothers or any guesses on who the next un unnamed character is yeah, that's be. pretty cool um you know i was a big neo geo guy so seeing you know snk fighters were part of our youth growing up i mean they were everywhere so um pretty cool seeing terry in there i would do we know if the one person left to be um announced is still snk related has not been mentioned in any form okay. whatsoever um, they haven't said if it's a franchise, if it's going to be male, female, some animal <laughs> character. has nothing at yeah. all whatsoever. Not yeah, because there's cheese. so many characters they could pull from in the SNK universe. But, no, I think uh, I think Terry's really cool. Uh, I have no idea on who that last person would be. Um, they seem to kind of be going all over the place between Banjo and Dragon Quest and Fatal Fury. So, who, who knows? Uh, I'm guessing... Sonic. Uh, Mi yeah, Miyamoto. That's what I was going to go with. But Sonic would be cool, too. <laughs> Miyamoto. Yeah. He's just in there himself. <laughs> yeah, he just, like, yeah, he like, shows up. Like, as much as like a like a real-life rendering of him, that would be awesome. Hell, if he, um, if he has as many bodyguards cool. as he did when we saw him at E3, um, he'd, probably exactly. be, he'd probably be the strongest Jeez. character in the game. Think of that special yeah, move. No, I mean, I have no clue, man. But, I mean, this is good for Smash fans, I guess. 
and also banjo yep. fans. Yeah. So. I don't even know yeah, who Terry is. So how about that? Am I off the show again? Um, Fatal you're, you're halfway there. Yeah. That was about a 50%. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll try to make up for it later. <laughs> Um, another cool thing on Smash Brothers was that they did, intru- they did introduce costumes for your Miis. So if you pick a Mii character, um, there's like a Mega Man Zero character that's coming. There's just a ton of cool costumes that are coming um, with the Fighter Pass announcement as well. So I think those are available right away as well. So if you like any of those, you kind of look like you're playing as a Mega Man Zero um, in there. So it's kind of neat. It's not an official character. You don't have any extra things but the moves are technically there and the looks technically there i wonder how they got around that one but uh it is there so that's another cool announcement um pokemon sword and shield had a very long trailer as you'd expect this is one of the upcoming pokemon games that people are very excited for um i don't have a lot to say about it because i'm not a big pokemon guy so i'm actually gonna turn it over to you dan you play a little bit more pokemon than i think uh ains and myself but did you get anything out of this trailer any surprises yeah not much more i mean it was i'm waiting you know i'll have i have sword ready to go pre-ordered so i'm I'm (laughs) gonna play it (laughs) digitally which i know drives you guys crazy but it is what it is I think I think you know, the majority of Switch happen. owners are digital, aren't they? I thought they did a poll on that, like their their sales. No, maybe. Yeah. It's I think it's like seventy thirty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, wow. it's significant. But um, no, not a lot to say. I, I still would like to play this just to kind of be able to speak to it a little more intelligently. Um, I do think it looks better than the older Pokemon games that you know I attempted at various times. So we'll see. It just comes out, you know, it comes out in this fall, which is tough sell for me. But we'll see. Cool. Well, um, that's, that had a big announcement. One of the other long announcements, and actually Nintendo Direct closed out with this one, and it's it had probably about a 10 to 15 minute trailer and overview of Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing is another big, highly anticipated Nintendo franchise that's coming. They talked about how the island works, how there's going to be weather effects, how you can create gardens in different ways. Um, I'm also not a big Animal Crossing fan, but I know the a lot of people love the franchise, so I think this was very exciting for them, and people really got a lot out of it. Yeah, I just, I, I got nothing here, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry, Animal Crossing fans. <laughs> I, I just, this is not, yeah. this is not my game. Um, I know people yeah. love these games uh, where they're kind of like sim, you know, related. You can just kind of spend in the environment and you spend days and days in that game, you know, progressing and doing various things. I've just never gotten into those types of games. They're just not for me. Um, they're, in fact, one of the very few types of games I don't like because um, I play damn near yeah. everything, but... Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't speak too much on this one. It'd be nice, actually, if any of our listeners are really big in Animal Crossing, if just send us a note or leave a comment or something, kind of letting us know what you thought of this, because we'd probably like to hear it. Yeah, I'm kind of the same boat. For sure, never been an Animal Crossing guy, but good for them. Yeah, well, that's that's coming soon. Um, so people are super excited about that one. Um, jumping to Luigi's Mansion, who's uh, which actually comes out on Halloween this year. Um, they did show a few new floors, so this has been kind of one of the way the news of Luigi's Mansion has come out. They've shown like, the different floors in the mansion and what you can do. A lot of just really neat stuff. And they did show off the new, uh, I believe it's called the Screen Pack, which is a party mode that you can play um, on one Switch, or I should say docked in one Switch, with eight different controllers. So you can have eight different players playing this, and it's, it's, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, Luigi's Mansion is not known for having party modes. So uh, in my opinion, this looks like a lot of fun, and people can get more out of versus the single-player and co-op experience. This looks like a lot now, of fun. Now, was that Scream Pack or Park? 
Park. Spring okay. Park. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, this is neat. Did they, is this online? Is this because I know they said there's going to be online uh, multiplayer. Is this the same mode they talked about before? Is this a different local co-op only mode? So not not detailed okay. in the trailer. In the trailer, they did, however, show eight Joy-Cons. So I wonder <laughs> if they're trying to not talk too much on the online. Because this is something I've noticed with a lot of Nintendo Switch announcements is they don't really talk too much about the online capabilities in their software. So I'm wondering if the Joy-Cons uh, appearing with eight of them is showing this is only going to be playable uh-huh. eight-player um, you know, yeah. at, at home. Because I'm, I'm super pumped about Luigi's Mansion. Um, Really interested in what that online multiplayer looks like. Uh, I believe when they showed it previously, though, it was only four people on screen. So I don't know um, why you know what this eight is, but still pretty cool regardless. I think having eight player co op in a game like Luigi's Mansion, even if it's local, would be probably pretty fun. No, yeah. oh, man, I got nothing, man. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. I already got. It. I'm gonna buy it. That's one of those things, you know. <laughs> uh, I, it's one of those. It, there's so much coming out, right? That it, it's 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 to actually formulate like a thought on every single thing. I'm just looking for it, looking forward to it. I want to play it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yep. Fair enough. Thank you, hamster. Fair enough. With, with that being said, that kind of segues us into the way the rest of the flow of Nintendo Switch uh, Direct went, and it or Nintendo Direct. They flowed through a ton of different software that's coming out. A couple of the games that I'm going to touch on, I'm just going to zoom through these, and you can actually uh, mention uh, what you think about some of these actual games. So, Trials of Mana did get its own like little uh, at the front of the uh, Nintendo Direct. They talked about that's coming. It'll be here um, in 2020, so it's still a ways away. April 24th. Return of the Aberdeen, fall of 2019, still no firm release date. Uh, the original Aberdeen was known as one of the f- best artistic-styled games. Um, initially came out on PC and then made its way on the console. Deadly Premonition, which is actually um, a big game that people are excited about. The Origins game is coming to the Switch, and then they later announced that a Part 2 was coming as well. Divinity Original Sin 2, which is a surprise for me that's coming to the uh, Switch. Um, was available same day, so that was kind of a surprise. Um, I don't know how it does on the Switch because that really struggled to run even on PlayStation 4 and Xbox properly. Doom 64, big surprise here. I didn't even know people cared about that game as much as they made it seems like they uh, cared about it. Uh, coming out in November uh, 22nd, right around the corner. Damon X Machina, um, there's been a couple demos for this game, and that demo, Save Progress, will transfer into the game as well. Coming out this month, uh, September 13th. Jedi Knight 2, coming out September 24th, right around the corner. Um, and then Grid Autosport, which is a fantastic racer. I didn't even think that that would be coming to the Switch. Is coming out September 19th. So a lot of games were really rattled off, and a lot of footage was shown. And that's pretty exciting for people that are waiting for those ports to come through. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I want to try a Return of Oberdin, um, for sure. Everything else is kind of like meh. <laughs> I mean, I've got the Divinity Original Sin 2. Not not that it's ever stopped me from buying it on multi-platforms because, you know, reasons. But um, that's one that I really want to try. Is that one coming to Xbox and PlayStation as well? Is that what you said? I have... I've not seen what it's listed on, to be honest with you. Right. Um, I didn't know there was a two coming, so or a sequel coming for uh, for that game, and it first was announced on the Switch. I'll do some research while you guys are chatting. Yeah, that's that's about all I'm looking forward to on that list. Yeah, I'm. Um, 
I don't think I'm any, getting anything on this list, to be honest. I thought Doom 64, like you, Bert, was an interesting announcement. I didn't think that, of all the Doom games, that's not one you really get heard talked about by Doom fans. But still kind of cool to see it, you know, kind of come back. Um, Original Sin 2, if it runs okay, will be a fantastic uh, game of the Switch because it's that kind of isometric RPG that's perfect for uh, traveling. Um, yeah, I mean, these are these are good games. It's just, you know, we've talked about it, right? A lot, you're getting more and more ports and older games, so um, not that it's a bad thing. There's just um, a lot of releases, but games I'm really either not interested in anymore or I've already played, So, but still cool. To your point, Dan, um, Return of Upper Dim is actually not a sequel at all. I misunderstood that entire announcement. It's actually yeah. the game that was only available on PC right. and is coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. So, yeah, um, it's not it's not some crazy technical um, show off to where you really get a ton out of it on the Xbox or PlayStation, but um, it is cool that it's coming to console um, and it's coming to all of them. So um, not just the Switch. Yeah, that's 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 kind of what I thought. I mean, I knew I remember seeing it actually last year on the uh, Game Awards, and I never heard of it before, but it looked really cool, kind yeah. of a stylized different you know graphics and stuff, and I really wanted to uh, try it out. So this is a good opportunity yeah. for that. Completely, completely, yep. And then um, the biggest way they closed out this Nintendo Direct is that they did announce a remaster slash remake of the Xenoblade Chronicles, which initially came out on the Wii. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 recently came out, so people have been really excited about that. That is coming solely in 2020, no firm release date. If you didn't get to play it on the Wii, it's known as one of the best RPGs on the Wii. Uh, and obviously that has triggered off a sequel that has recently come out on the Switch. So um, it might be one to pick up. They are calling it the Definitive Edition. So we'll get more on specs as that comes out. So the, the trailer was really showing off some of the, the story footage. They really didn't show a lot of combat. But it's a cool way to kind of close it out if you're a fan. Yeah, I know that's one of the um, kind of considered one of the greats from the Wii library, right? So um, I can't speak to it very well. I never actually played it. But um, I, that's, again... Like we talk about with the Switch, you're just getting ports and older games, and it's not that that's a bad thing. That's It's neat that you can have it on your new platform, so cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got two, you know, on the, on the Switch. I played through part of that, a good portion of it. Um, it's pretty good. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I've never played the original, I guess, so I'll probably buy this one too and play part of it, and then it'll sit there on my digital library. <laughs> Backlog problems, boys. Backlog. You gotta stop buying problems. every game that releases. Yeah. I know, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, you get them a lot cheaper later on. Yeah. I've been learning that lesson myself. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was really it for Nintendo Direct. Um, as usual, it was not a very long thing. It, it clocked in around 30 minutes, which is the typical Nintendo Direct. Um, a lot of big stuff for Nintendo fans. If you've really been looking for that, a couple surprises. Um, I do like these types of announcements that are like, it's available right now. Go give it a try. So I was kind of happy to see that. Um, still, a few kind of things we never we never get to see anymore. We don't see what's going on with Metroid Prime. We don't see what's going on with Bayonetta. We don't see any of these things. So I think they're sticking really close to what is coming out right now versus looking into the future. Um, and they've got the Switch Lite coming out this month. So that's some of the things to kind of write. So out my on, my so. guess, my prediction, not this this is off topic, but my prediction will be they'll they'll save Metroid Prime Four. And likely, if they can make it in time, the Breath of the Wild sequel that you said will be kind of like Majora's Mask um, for next fall to combat the PS5 and uh, Xbox Scarlet. That would be my guess. Yeah. 
Yep, that's all I need, more software to buy. <laughs> so. <laughs> I wonder if they'll have a new console, the, the finally the Switch, Switch Pro, Pro yeah, I hope come so. out somewhere around that time. So that's... Okay, well, let's move on from Nintendo Direct. So like I said, that happened over the week. The over, the rest of the news is really quick stuff, but um, one that we were super excited about, Dan, more than anybody, <laughs> is the latest Plants vs. Zombies game that's coming out. And this is technically Plants vs. Zombies Modern Warfare Garden 3, Warfare. but they are calling Garden. it... A garden, sorry. Garden modern Warfare. Warfare. They, they, they played it's off. Getting serious. They played off Modern Warfare, um, and it is uh, called Battle for the for Neighborville. And this was kind of a surprise. Uh, you know, Ames did get some early access, checked it out, wasn't able to talk about it, but they did fully announcement uh, announce it on September fourth. And guess what? It's available on September fourth as well. Only if you are buying the Founders Edition. And so if you take part in the Founders Edition, you pay $10 cheaper. So the normal price will be $39.99. The Founders Edition, you can get in early for $29.99. And until release, which is actually coming out on October 18th, you are somewhat beta testing the game, but you still get the full game. It technically is has gone gold. It's fully complete. But they're going to be testing servers, testing different gameplay types, different things like that. You are getting rewarded every single time you log in, and every week there's a new uh, prize as well that they give out to the people that are in the Founders Edition. So if you do want to check it out, it is available $29.99. If you're EA Access person, you get a discount on top of that. Um, and you can find it um, on. You can find more details about it on our site, as well as the trailer from the development team that shows you what you're getting for taking part of the Founders Edition. But um, Ains, can you tell us anything about your gameplay experience that you were able to see? Anything that? Yeah, um, I guess I can now. And if I can't, oh well. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I played it for just a couple hours. Yeah. You know, not extensive or anything, but put a few hours into it. Well, first thing I'll say is it's gorgeous. Um, it's got that same kind of goofy, funky art style, very colorful, but it just looks really toned up. I was playing on the X1X. Um, it's got H full HDR support, and um, it just looks beautiful. Uh, very smooth. It felt smoother in terms of uh, combat and animations than it did in the prior ones, which were felt almost a little floaty, a little cartoony. This one feels a little more, um, you know, I won't say weighty, but it just feels more tuned. A um, couple new characters, and the way you kind of select characters and abilities is a little different now. It feels more like they're going to a uh, Overwatch style almost, where you have a um, you have like characters who specialize in certain things. You know what I mean? Like there's characters who specialize in defense, characters who specialize in offense, uh, kind of tank characters and healing characters. So they've kind of uh, migrated them to specific roles, and. Um, they still have the, um, I forget the name of the mode now, but where you move objective to objective and one person, you know, one team plays offense, one play team plays defense. So that's in there along with deathmatch. Uh, those were the only two modes available to us at the time. I'm um, trying to think anything else that jumped out. Not really. I, the <clears throat> home base is kind of more like PVZ2, uh, Garden Warfare 2, where you kind of have this whole huge area, but it seems to be like fully connected online at all times. So it looks almost like a theme park probably what neighborville is i would assume um so i don't know i i enjoyed what i played of it again it's coming at a it's just coming at a bad time um but i think given the audience of these games you know the, the audience of these games may not be really into gears or modern warfare you know what i mean so maybe it is coming at a decent time for a slightly younger kind of less serious audience that's looking for a fun shooter but um really fun games if you've never played them before i would definitely recommend giving them a try 
yeah, I'm not going to play this at all. <laughs> My blood pressure will go through the roof, and um, I'll start throwing stuff. We know what happened when I played too, so... You know, it was the infamous mute night where I just shut my voice down because I was saying bad stuff. <laughs> so, no, that's not going to happen. But, you know, good for Plants vs. So, Zombies. to that point, though, just for people listening who may not have played Garden Warfare games, there is a learning curve, and it's a pretty stiff learning curve. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the games are deeper than they look. They look cartoony, they're very fun and kind of laughable, but there's a lot to them. The characters have a lot of ver- variety. A lot of abilities, some abilities cancel others and are better against other characters, and you, it's all stuff you have to learn. So it's a very deep game, and you can put a lot of time into it. Not like we did that. We never did that <laughs> at all. <laughs> we played Plants for Zombies 1 and 2 for easily over yeah. 100 hours. Played the hell out of 1. So yeah, I mean, just uh, they're, tons. Yeah, they're, they're so much fun. Tons of personality, i got to say that. It's not just a, a quick whatever game that you was made from a... An iPad. No, game. <laughs> no, it's a it's a big game. So, uh, yep. Okay, uh, moving on. So uh, Casey Hudson from Bioware did give a bit of an update on what's going on on a couple titles and their offices. So um, he kind of came out and almost had to play a little bit of damage control on the fact that they are not abandoning <laughs> Anthem. Um, there's been tons of rumors that they're just kind of moving along from Anthem and they're just going to forget about it. And, you know, if you got into it, sorry. But he did say they are working hard on it. They have some new content they're working on, listening to feedback from the community. So that is still being worked on. Um, Star Wars Knights of the Republic, if I'm remembering that name uh, The Old properly, Republic. Uh, more known... Yep. Old Republic, that's what it was. Uh, more known for a PC-type game, MMO. That is still being worked on. They have some DLC coming out for it this fall. So if you are a, a player of that and been waiting for it, it is still coming. They also touched on and confirmed that they are working on Dragon Age. There's been some uh, stories that have come out recently that it is now moving away from pre-production and moving into full production soon. So kind of funny that they're not in full production yet. My guess is, is that they've been putting a lot of resources into Anthem and cleaning that up, but who knows? So that is still coming. Still no official launch date on that in any form whatsoever. Um, and then they did mention that they are moving offices from Edmonton. Um, they're staying in Edmonton, but they're simply moving to a new what they call state-of-the-art office. And you can definitely see some pictures of it. It looks pretty cool. Um, and they obviously still have the Austin office um, here where they mainly focus on a bit of Anthem and mainly more than anything, the Star Wars game that they're working on. So, uh, Dan, you recently wrote an article on Anthem and how there was a Cataclysm update that came through and you enjoyed it still, but it's still not where it needs to be. Do you have any comments on this update? I mean, Casey Hudson, I mean, it's, the thing is, you know, don't, don't sit here and talk about it. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it anymore. You know, at this point, I mean, I don't want to sound like an ass, but just do something instead of sitting here and saying, well, we're not done yet. You know what? As far as the the community is concerned, it's just, it's, it's not growing. It's not like it's like, oh, or it's probably not even maintaining. I can't speak exactly what the numbers are. But they need to come 12. out and say, hey. The number is 12. Yeah, there might, that might be it. Yeah, 12, 13 <laughs> on a good day. So, you know, just do, <laughs> you know, just do something. Stop talking about it. Shut it down. Do whatever you got to do. I don't care. You know, that there was something there. You know, they had some good ideas. They had some good mechanics. They had some great gameplay. But they had no content to do it all in. And, you know. I'm sure people are just getting tired of hearing about it at this point. As far as, you know, like Star Wars, that's one of those PC games that I've, I've never... 
played that I've always wanted to play as far as an MMO goes. Um, but, you know, they seem to be supporting that pretty well. Everybody seems to be happy, you know, as far as that goes, you know. But, yeah, Anthem at this point, it just needs more stuff. It feels like the opposite of No Man's Sky, right? Like, they've come out, Anthem's been out six yeah. months, and they've come out and talked about it like four or five times, but they've barely delivered anything. Um, no. Whereas No Man's Sky, they got battered on release, of course. Maybe, you know, rightfully so in some cases. Um, but they just put their heads down, went to work. They kept quiet for a long time, and then guess what? Now the game's amazing. Um, because they've delivered meaningful content. Rather than talking about it, to your point, they just went and did it. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually with you. I'm usually on the side of devs here. I'm usually kind of... I don't get overly critical of things. I don't. I take things as they come. But this one is starting to get on my nerves a bit. Stop talking about yep. it. It's been six. It's been seven months. It's been seven months. You've delivered one event and nearly nothing that was on your roadmap. Like, what are you doing? Um, Div- Division two came out not only with way more content with Anthem to begin with, but they've delivered way more post-release, and the game's been out less time. I, I just I don't know yeah. what they're doing with Anthem. It's it's frustrating at this point. And I love Dragon Age, so if they do that, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be mad. It's gonna be the death <laughs> of Bioware. Is what that will be. Yes, point. I think that will be. I think that'll be it for Bioware at that point. I mean, you can't have that many passes at this point. I know you've made probably one of my favorite franchises with Mass Effect and stuff, but um, you know, sometimes you just have to admit when it's over. <laughs> so, um, okay, that's from Casey Hudson. Uh, another really quick, I guess, news nugget, if we're going to call <laughs> it something. Uh, the Tomb Raider movie that came out recently, Dan, not the one with Angelina <laughs> Jolie, but Alicia Vikander. I don't know why you're laughing about that. Like it's not a thing. <laughs> no, because it, it was just so long ago now. Like I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, yeah I'm old. <laughs> so am I'm I. Old. We all are. <laughs> well, when we things. mentioned you're like the Angelina Jolie one, or or what? So. <laughs> <laughs> but really Jeez. quick here, not going to spend too much time on it. So it is getting a sequel. It did do well enough in the box office to um, warrant a sequel. And Alicia Vikander is attached to it. They don't have a firm director as of now who that's going to be. Uh, but the tentative release date is March 19th, 2021. So we are a minimum <laughs> year and a half away from seeing it. Um, and hopefully it does well. I hope they expand a bit more on the story. The first one had a ton of potential, but kind of fell short. I, I always wonder the same thing. Why don't you just literally copy the game script and put it into a movie and then just film it in real life? That's all you have to do for these franchises to do really well. But they had to change it up and add stupid characters, and it didn't wasn't my favorite movie, but it's still yeah, entertaining. I didn't find so. it bad. It just wasn't great. Um, and yep. I think Vikander is yep. an excellent exactly. Lara Croft. Um, she just needs a better support, you know, in terms of writing. And yep. even some of the set pieces were a little kind of cheap, too. It's like, put put the money in to make it look a little better. Yeah. You can see they're standing on a damn set. Um, but she's great. So, I don't know. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, put some more into this. Yeah. You know, she does a voice for one of the Gelflings in the new Dark Crystal really? series. Yeah, uh, I thought she got yeah. a massive cast. Yeah, she's, mm-hmm. uh, she, she's a Muppet. 
uh, <laughs> it's probably her best work. You realize that in, 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 Tomb Raider in England, stinks. calling someone a Muppet is basically calling them a, a clown, an idiot. Derogatory yeah, term. That's all right. Well, I'm not <laughs> in like England. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. All, I, of, our, uh, yeah. all of our UK yeah. listeners. Yeah. Just, bring us, bring know, us back, Angelia Jolie. She's, she's British, isn't she? Dan's, she see now, Dan's being a Muppet. Yeah, I'm a Muppet. Uh, that was that was Madonna. That all of a sudden. Oh yeah, that's right. It was she, she was she was going to adopt a British yeah. accent. Yeah, so. she went all crazy. That was. No, I love. Yeah, went. Nothing against British people. I'm just saying she was. She went nuts. Went. I thought it was Angelia Jolie. When? When? Went. What? No, I was saying went. Madonna's always been crazy. Yeah, she has been. This is true. <laughs> Angelina Jolie has moved on to the Marvel franchise. She's going to be one of the characters in the Eternals, which is kind of I interesting. I did not know that yeah, either. That's weird. We'll see. Yeah, she's been kind of quiet on the acting front as of late. I think this is going to bring her back to the forefront. There's a lot of people that that happens with, with the Marvel franchises mm. with. So mm. we'll see. Um, moving along to some other just reoccurring news that just won't go away. I just want it to go away <laughs> until this game releases. But Death Stranding um, is back in the news because they're going to be adding a very easy mode um, for people that don't want to challenge and just want to see the story. Um, another funny news this week that has hit a headline that Kojima has even lost with the story of Death Stranding. <laughs> people thought, so, you know people thought that um, was fake. I don't have... It wasn't even fake. People thought yeah, it was they fake. Yeah, they thought it was, it was people trolling. Yeah. So I don't want to spend too much time on Death Strand. I think we've beat it to death um, and then some. But Dan, I, I'll, and Ains, I'll jump back to you. And I know we're out of order on who's speaking first. But Dan, you are the um, the cheerleader for easier modes in games. What are okay. your thoughts here on Death Stranding really moving to an easier mode? I mean, from what we've seen, I didn't really see anything that looks like a challenge <laughs> in Death Stranding yet. But do we need a very easy mode in games out of the easy, medium, the, hard? The hard mode is just a ladder that's missing like two rungs, so you can't quite reach the cliff. Yeah. Dang it's, it. it's just yeah, it's Dang just it. out of reach. No, so here's the thing. I'm actually writing an article about this because when this was re- when the, that hit social media, like the outrage, like it was like every other comment was, "Oh, it's a journalism mode <laughs> for journalists." Oh my god! You know that was I was <laughs> like, "Wow!" Yeah. yeah, you know I was like, "Come on now, guys. Listen, I don't care what you play your stuff on. Accessibility is the king nowadays, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing." Um, but I don't care if you want to put a very easy mode. It, it's, you know, it's Kojima. So it, it's, it would actually probably make more sense to play this as a movie, you know, and maybe you'll actually understand it and have no distractions of actually playing and using your hands very much, you know, so you can focus on what the hell is happening. Cause he doesn't even know <laughs> what the hell is happening apparently, but I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, they said there's going to be an easy mode. There's gonna be a very easy mode. You know, and it, but a lot of games offer that anymore. You know, and you can you can find several games that are just like, hey, I just want to experience a story. I'm you know set it for this. This is for you know, you know, like I said, accessibility is king anymore. So you have to kind of you know, even with gears, you know, there's that beginner mode, and there's several accessibility options past that. And I think that's meant for you know people that have more like disabilities and stuff like that. But this you know other people can use it if they wanted to i'm not sure you know i haven't looked too much into them but um it's fine you know go ahead kojima and kojima your face off if you want to it's 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 is what it is you know people people getting upset about it is the crazy thing like it's like nothing you know, excessive 
Yeah, like yeah. When, when the whole Dark Souls stuff happened, you know, it was just like, come on, guys. I mean, it's fine. If he, you know, if the developer wants you to experience this game as a certain mode, then fine. You know, would I like a very easy mode? Sure, because I like to see the story. But that's not what he intended, so I respect that. You know. Just respect Kojima, I guess, which is not easy sometimes. Well, one for me. This pisses me off. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, you know, guys know me. I love hard games, challenging games. Who cares? Don't play on very easy mode, like you guys said. Um, the only thing this actually concerns me for is, like I've been concerned about, is that this game's going to be more of a movie than a game. Um, because he's like, if you just want to see the story, and I'm like, well, how much are we going to be watching again? Because that's what happened with a lot of his games. You just sit there and watch, and that does not interest me. Um, so anyway, no, this is fine. I did uh, actually DM um, Kojima the other day to let him. I'm kind of petitioning him to have him change this to call the Rodriguez mode. Uh, we'll see if he. Ah. We'll see if he puts that in or not. I don't know I'll if like there's it. time. I'll take it. Yeah. The Rodriguez book. <laughs> <laughs> just shows up and it says Rodriguez, it says Rodriguez medium, hard, very hard. I'm the champion for all of you easy people. Because <laughs> I am easy myself. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. It's Sunday, we buddy. We took a turn. <laughs> all right, moving along. So uh, one of the highest rated games from last year, Celeste is getting a new DLC. It's called Chapter 9. Um, and actually is coming out potentially as you're listening to this. So if you're listening to this on September 9th or any time around there, it is out. I'm mean, adding roughly about 100 levels and more story content. So um, pretty fun game. A lot of people love this game. People were saying it should be top-rated games of last year. Uh, one of the best soundtracks, in my opinion. But this is cool. I'm glad they're adding Yep, feel exactly the same. Not a lot to add. Very good game. Enjoyed it. Um, very challenging, which was cool. Uh, great soundtrack, like you said. Need to get more content. I, I'm kind of interested to see what it means by more story content and what they're going to do with it. Yep, too hard, didn't play. But <laughs> go Celeste. Yep. <laughs> it does have an oh, easy mode, though. I didn't right? it, do yeah. it actually does. Yeah, there's an yeah. easy mode, and... Uh... Yeah, and you can definitely play different frames differently and stuff. I, I loved it. It was it was a lot of fun. It's not yeah. the best platformer ever or anything, but I think it's the, with everything that mixes in, it makes it a very memorable experience. So. Cool. Um, I thought it was good. Okay, um, that's it for news this week, guys. As I mentioned, not a ton of news that we had kind of flow through social media this week and what's happening in the industry. Nintendo Direct really stole the, the spotlight this week. Um, however, we did have a listener question. We've recently opened up our Twitter account to uh, email us if you have any questions that you'd like us to cover. And the one from this week uh, was a great question, and it is, what do we feel is the most overrated and underrated game of this generation? So each one of us is going to tackle this. Before we get started, just want to mention this is our personal opinion. <laughs> uh, we started off by using um, the Metacritic scale, and are going to... You guys need to quit laughing, goddammit. Oh, um, and... Uh, <laughs> and on this scale, uh, obviously we're looking at really high-rated games and potentially low-rated games, and we're just going to give our opinion based on our personal experience. So being that I'm hosting, I am bypassing <laughs> the first um, one. Do, each, do either one of you guys want to volunteer uh, your most overrated game? I'll and start. I guess we can start, start with each one. And then, we'll start yeah, with overrated? Overrated. I'll start. Goddamn okay. Shovel Knight. All right, let's start with overrated. Go I'm starting with Shovel Knight. <laughs> I'm starting with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Shovel Knight. So... 
so what I'll do here, guys, is um, after you announce it, I'll let you guys know what the Metacritic score is for each of these games. So Shovel Knight, to Ains' point, is sitting at a 90 Stop Metacritic. It. Um, so uh, it's fairly high. I, I would say Ains is probably our um, biggest platformer uh, player out of the three of us. Do you want to mention really quick why you think it is, or do you just want to name uh, no, real quick. Yeah, I've joked about Shovel Knight for many times before. Um, it got a lot of praise. Uh, he's everywhere. I've joked about that as well. Um, I think this generation has seen a rise of indie developers again uh, with tremendous 2D platforming games coming back into the limelight. Um, there's so many very good ones to pick one. Ori's a great example. Rogue Knight Legacy's a good example. Um, Hollow Knight. Uh, there's just a ton. Shovel Knight is just not up to par with those games, and yet it gets praise everywhere. I just don't understand it. Never will. And uh, that's my piece. I'll promise to leave it alone until next week. Yes. <laughs> All right. Dan, why don't you knock us out with your um, your most overrated game? I'll do the search on the score. So this one was tough because I got there's a couple of them that were that can go either way. But if we're if we're I don't know the scores, and that's that's maybe that's on me. I really wasn't going on. Uh, That's fine. Scores, but I'll check it for you. So, mm -hmm. basically, the entire life is strange. Everything, Ooh. anything <laughs> that has to do with everything. that game, <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, I mean, I don't know what's that hidden at Metacritic. It's probably so life. Eight-ish. Life is strange. Yeah. Metacritic is sitting at an eighty-five. That's so insane. Um, that, is, that is across Xbox. Here's and, the thing. Uh, PlayStation. Yep. The other one I was going to go with is Oxenfree, and I like that was my most hated game of all time. <laughs> So I couldn't really, <laughs> didn't want to go too crazy. Life is strange, but what they have in common is I'm 43 years old. I don't need these angsty storylines like, oh, check me out. I'm super edgy because I got this tattoo of a candle that's burning black flame on my face. You know, I, I don't, whatever it is. Or, yeah, look at me. I'm super, you know, whatever. I, I just, I can't stand that crap. And Life is Strange was really bad about it. Oxen Free kind of took the same kind of thing and you know they, they 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 focus on that that and the gameplay isn't great either i mean it's basically a telltale game you know for the most part to me i played through some of it and i i wanted to punch myself in the face um oxen free i think i made it through three hours and I, I was trying because people just you know they praise it they say oh this is such a great game you know because the story is so good and i'm like no it's not it's really not it's terrible it doesn't play very well life is strange is about the same thing I, it's more of a story thing for me and I, I just i just couldn't get through it it just made me sick sick to my stomach did you actually when you say you couldn't get through it did you actually not finish it did you stop playing i didn't finish any of it because i couldn't get past like like oh. okay like life is strange 2 i so i can't really speak on the first one too much because when 2 came out, oh, I was like, okay. I'm going to play this whole series. Well, I heard 2 was the prequel, so I started playing it. All right, I got through uh, about 45 minutes, and I wanted to like rip stuff off my walls. That's how angry I okay, became. Okay, so let me, let me make that clear for you there, Dan. So the, if you're, you're talking about Before the Storm, which is yes. the prequel. Right. That was actually not rated as high, and the same studio did not make it. So okay. that one's only sitting at a 75. Mm. That might be exactly where you're coming from and it not being as good. But Life is Strange, the part of, official part one, is rated really high. There is a part two um, right. that is currently out as well. Right. So maybe that would change your opinion. I don't think I, so. I don't think <laughs> because, li listen, I don't, need, I don't need these angsty teenage, you know, blah, 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 blah. I, I just can't stand it. It just drives me nuts. Okay. Like, you know, it's, just, it's, more, it's more of a story, you know, and character thing. I just, I just don't like them. I don't like 
and I always call, what's her name? Choli. I call her Choli. I know it's Chloe, but her name is Choli forever. But yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know what it is. I it just, I get angry. Like you can see right now, I'm getting super mad just talking about it. Yeah. And uh, right, calm it down. Calm it down. So let's go to, let's go to underrated after. Come on. No, we need, we need Bert. Ah! We need Bert to go. All right. We're not letting Bert, we're not letting come him. on in here. All right. Okay, no, no problem. So, um, he's gonna say gears. That's five. that's y'all's two overrated. No, God. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on we'll, we'll get on gears in a second. But um, so let's talk about my overrated game, and this is one that I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for. Do it. And it's Monster Hunter World. <laughs> um, I have no idea how people find this game to be a ninety, a ninety. So. Uh, a 90 is very highly rated. I've tried this game a number of times. I've tried it single player. I've tried it multiplayer with you guys and a, another person that is a big um, a multiplayer Monster Hunter World person. And I just could not get into it. It was just, it, the combat is just a headache. It doesn't feel natural in any way whatsoever. Um, I couldn't get into it even before it became the Monster Hunter World on the Nintendo consoles and stuff. So. I don't really have much to say outside of the fact that I just don't get it. Um, it's People call it the game of the generation. Last year they had it um, as game of the year um, in numerous uh, publications and stuff. Some of the people I follow on social media when the DLC came out said this is just, uh, you know, makes it even a bigger game and, and better <laughs> game. But it's just not for me. As I think we can all say about our overrated games, some, they might have a rabid following, but we just don't care for them that way. I'm actually, I'm actually with you on that one. To answer um, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm with you on Monster Hunter World. I, yeah, I, I mean, we've... I didn't have it on my list. I chose three of each. I don't know how many we're doing, but... Um, yeah, I'm with you. I've tried, like, four times to oh, play that game. I, I don't understand the praise for that game. I just don't get it. Yeah, I was we were, I was just going to do oh, one, shit. just from a, right. a point of a time perspective. Um, so, let's jump to Dan. We're going to switch up the order really quick. So, Dan, what is your most underrated game of this generation? Okay, so again, I didn't go really based on scores, but I don't think enough people played Prey Woo! to My man. Oh. really make Woo. it, okay. you know, as it's such a good game. And I was very hesitant at first to play it because I, was, I thought it would scare the crap out of me. But once okay. I did, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I mean, you had a couple of things here and there, but... Damn, it was oh, so it's good. Oh, it's great. It's not, not bad at all. No, uh, it's, it's, it's not. So to let you know where it's at from a Metacritic perspective, so around oddly 80. enough, it had a 70, 79 um, on PlayStation. See? And um, for some reason, the Xbox version got an 84. Um, that to be a I'm graphics thing. I'm not sure thing. why that is. But no, it actually performed better on PlayStation oh, initially yeah, when they really, patched yeah. it up. So mm. um, I, don't, I don't know what's up with that. But they, uh, Ains can speak quite a bit yeah, about in that. Yeah, in fact, my number one underrated is Prey. Um Oh, there we yeah, go. I, oh, wow. I honestly think okay. it is the Bioshock of this generation that we never got. Now, don't quote me; it's not as good as Bioshock, but it's it's right. very very you, good. Um, and to to um, Bert's point, a seventy nine for that game is ridiculous. It, it's so much better. I honestly think that people gave up mm -hmm. on it too quickly and didn't really yeah. let themselves uh, kind of go through the game as it's meant to be gone through, if that makes sense. Um, because there's just there's so much good kind of lore on that ship and what you you can kind of relive what all the uh, uh, crew did and I don't know it's just excellent I, I adore that game. You're right. It, it, yep. it did remind me of like it. a new system shock. Almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, when you played it. Yeah, so I can understand that Bioshock reference. I completely agree with you. Yep, that's fantastic. I think we all played it. I, <clears throat> one thing I haven't played is the DLC. It's really which good. Is moon moon base or. Uh, yeah, in fact, I have a poster for it right here. Uh, 
Nice. Yeah. That's good. Nice. Okay. Um, my most underrated game, and I'll you'll, you'll finish us out, uh, Ains, uh, just to mix up the order, was um, Vampire. Hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that game quite a bit. Um, I don't think it's perfect from a technical perspective. It definitely needed a little bit more time on the uh, development cycle, but it's rated a 69, um, which is super low um, on PC. And then for some reason on console, they gave it a 70. <laughs> Go figure. I don't know what it is. Um, and great story. So much to do. A lot of replayability. You can play it through a number of ways. You can go through the evil way or good way. I don't think it's as bad as it is, and I think the technical um, shortcomings of the game is why people rated it so low. I think a lot of reviewers maybe didn't even make it till the end, but I liked it a lot. So um, that's my most underrated game of this generation so far. Ains, why don't you close us out on this one? Yeah, so um, as much as Dan and I agree on Prey, he's going to disagree with me on this one, but uh, Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> Um, oh. Sunset Overdrive was a game that came out early in Xbox One generation. It, um, you know, when the Xbox One was basically at its bottom, its rock bottom, when things were going poorly, it wasn't selling well. Um, this was a unique passion project IP from Insomniac Games. It's a very unique game, one of a kind, hilarious sense of humor, gorgeous art style, um, great mechanics. A lot of the mechanics you saw them kind of learn with, which were used in Spider-Man, you know, you can kind of get that sense when you get later in Sunset Overdrive and get all your moves going. Um, just fantastic game through and through. And I think it's a shame that it came out in 2014 when the Xbox wasn't doing well. You know, just a lot of people missed this one. And it, I wish, uh, I even wish they would just be able to release it on PS4 so more people could play it. Um, but with some Yeah, it's sitting at an 81, by the way, Ains. Yeah, and, and, you know, maybe that's not too unfair. I'd probably give it, a, I'd give it probably a 9 or 8.5, 9. But still, I mean, it just, it only sold like a million and a half copies, and um, it just deserved better. That's all. Cool. Too damn high. All right, well, <laughs> you, you didn't like it at all, Dan? No, I, I, I hated Sunset Overdrive, but, you know, it is what it is. Not my bag of tea. Okay. Cup of tea. Bag of Damn, tea. I chose Fair three enough. of each here. I've got two Whoa. big ones for overrated that I'm going to have to leave alone. I would have pissed a whole bunch of people off, but that's all right. I'll leave it alone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I probably would have pissed you off, Ains, on one of mine. I, I, I was waiting for one of you. Should, I was waiting for one of you one. to say RDR2 yep. so I could come through. Out of respect for people. It, that is sitting at a 97. Well deserved. Though, so I well deserved. That one. You know what's yeah. not well deserved is Breath um, of the Wild, but we'll move on. Let's go for it. Oh, Oof. here we go. Well deserved. Well deserved. So what are you guys playing? Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so what are you guys playing? So let, let, let's actually transition to this, and um, what we could probably do is uh, we're already at 55 minutes. We usually only run about an hour, an hour 15, and we still got a ways to go, but Let's actually talk yes. about Gears really quick. Um, we're all playing it. Um, let's give our first impressions. Some more than I, I can't steal this one from anybody. Um, this is your franchise. If not, I'm a close second, but not anywhere near as p passionate about it as you are. But why don't you let us know about the game itself, <laughs> not the technical shortcomings? Yeah, we could right probably now. spend another 20 minutes on the technical issues at launch here. Um, yeah, the game itself, uh, and and to be clear, I'm doing the review for us. I'm not doing the review as we always do until we have extensive time in all modes um, after launch. So that'll be coming this week, yeah. and we'll talk about that next week. Just first yeah, impressions. Yeah, so yep. um, it's incredible. Um, from a technical showcase standpoint, it's absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Maybe one of the best games, uh, most beautiful games I've seen. It's right up there with, I would say, the best of this generation in titles like God of War, um, Horizon Zero Dawn two good examples um 
It is, the writing in it is excellent. I think that honestly, up until this point, Gears 1 will always hold a special place in terms of campaign, but Gears 2, I think, was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Gears 5 may top it and be my favorite uh, campaign yet. It's really, really good. Um, I, I could go on and on about just how good this game is. It's incredibly smooth. The mechanics are there from Gears, but they're way smoother than they've ever been before. Uh, just really fine-tuned and polished. Um, they added some neat wrinkles in the campaign with Jack and some of the open-world segments. Uh, multiplayer is, is stunning and just going to be supported. Uh, you don't have to buy anything. Everything's free. And I mean, I could just go on and on. But um, yeah, I, I love what I've played so far. Love it, love it, love it. It's everything I wanted it to be. And um, bar the uh, technical issues that I'm sure we're going to touch on. <clears throat> yeah, great. Dan, did you want to mention anything really quick before I talk a little bit more about it as well? No, it, it, say, pros, cons. I'm not a huge Gears guy. I never have been. I've never really enjoyed the series for whatever reason it is. I mean, I never hated it. This one has really got its hooks in me. I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm having a blast. Got him. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> there are some definitely big technical issues. I've lost probably close to three hours worth of actual gameplay and just save issues and uh, stuff like that and freezes and dashboarding and stuff like that. But it is what it is. You know, I mean, we get to the point now where we're just kind of okay with it aren't we i mean it's 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 we just kind of accept it you know and and i don't know it's every game you know it's not just this one so i'm fine with it you know it's 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 uh merits are you know outweigh all any of its uh issues that it's having so definitely having fun with it cool yeah i'll touch on it really quick so um i have not had the best of luck with this game at all at launch uh part of the Game Pass Ultimate subscription, so I was able to get it Thursday night. Was not able to play any multiplayer at all. Um, And then we had the following day, Xbox Live went down for about four hours. Uh, Was not able to do that. Um, And when you can't do that, you can't play single player either, so you can't really touch on any of it. Um, From (laughs) an actual game, I do like everything that I've played so far. There's nothing in the story that I dislike so far. I like all the characters. It's absolutely beautiful. It's stunning. It's got probably the best lighting that I've seen in any game. The best sound. Oh I've yeah, heard I forgot to mention game. the sound. Oh, wow. um, and it's yeah, it's it's mind blowing. If you've got an Atmos system or just a great system in general, um, you hear stuff that you've probably haven't heard in games before. So it's just so good. A lot of familiar familiarity. <laughs> can't even can't even talk. But there's just a lot of the sounds and stuff that you're used to from the gears that have kind of come back from a nostalgic perspective that just makes it feel right at home. So I really like it so far. I wish I could play some multiplayer. I've tried to do matchmaking. I've tried to do horde. I haven't had any success in either one of those yet. And we're on Sunday. Have not tried today, but from a campaign perspective, I've lost probably about an hour and a half of maybe actually about two hours now. I think about it after I found out this morning of saves that I had played and I had to either redo the mission again because it didn't save or I thought I saved it, left the game for the evening, came back the next day and it didn't save anything that I had done. So um, I'm actually put the brakes on the game for now until it's in a more stable way and I can enjoy the game. I don't have to do things over and over um, and we'll hopefully come back to it in a more working order. So really excited about that one. But um, that's Gears for now. That's kind of the big game this week. Um, Dan, I'm going to turn it over to you for Name That Game and we can close out right after that but uh what do you have for us this week uh hopefully something that goes longer than two questions um <laughs> but we'll Gears see three. it might not 
Yes. <laughs> That's it. All right. So we're done for the week. No. Okay. All right, boys. That was it. Yeah. Who's first? Mm-hmm. Bert's first. Ames. Bert's first. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. It was released in 2007 for the 360 and the PS3. These first three are kind of very vague because I didn't have a whole lot of information on the on the game. So. Okay. But oh, that's it. Okay. Wait, wait. What year did you say? 2007. Okay. With that with that vague one, I'm going to use one of my lifelines here. Oh. Damn. Is it a shoot? Is, is it a shooter? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 2000 shooter. <laughs> I mean, technically, what? it is. Wait a minute. Okay. So yes. I'm not sure. Yes. Um. Okay. Yes. The getaway. No. Know. Bioshock. You tried. Ooh. Gosh, I'm not that easy. <laughs> well, that's not what I heard. <laughs> no, that's true. I think I said that earlier. Anyway. All right. Uh, question mm-hmm. number two. It was developed by Starbreeze Studios. Oh, Jesus. Sounds familiar. Oh. Does it sound familiar? We might have had a it previous does. one that was developed by the same company. Oh. Mm, 2007, jeez. Oh, I don't know if I have a guess for this. I really don't. Um, 2007, Starbreeze Studios. Hmm. And it's a shooter. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I got nothing. What kind of shooter? I don't know what that means. Mm, I don't either. I, I, Maybe All right, let me let me add, let me ask a follow-up question then. I'll use one of mine. Is right, it a first-person shooter? Yes. See, oh, need to be specific. I'm wasting questions. All and right, that, so we the next game that I was going to guess is. Right, I don't have so. a guess, so go okay, ahead, okay. Bert. Two thousand seven first-person shooter from Starbreeze Studios. God, I don't know a lot of Starbreeze stuff. Um, <laughs> it's like five fear. Games. I mentioned it in the past. No. No, no. All right, this is where, this is the last hard thing, because I was running out of stuff to put down here. It was published by 2K. Dang it. So 2K. Shooter. Starbury Studios. First person shooter. 360. PS3. We're getting to the nitty gritties. Oh, is it, is it that game Haze? No. Oh. That was only uh, that was on the Xbox, wasn't it? That was a PlayStation game. Not a PlayStation. I thought you were thinking of Fuse. Yeah, well, no, not Fuse. That one with the, the, one yellow, the, the yellow cover. mask on the cover. Yeah, with the yellow. That I thought yeah. that was Fuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Haze. Oh. No, F- Sorry, Fuse my is mind a different is one. Hazy. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> and you get an automatic pass <laughs> for that one. Um... I, I don't have anything here. I, I don't. I got nothing. Time slitters, too. Sure. No. Uh, all right, next clue. A sequel to the game was released in 2012. Well, I thought you were going to keep going. That's it? All right. Well, I mean, um, it's, 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 it's called... Uh, <laughs> two. <laughs> there you go. I'll give you a little bit of uh, help. Man, I don't know what's going on. I'm, my mind is only thinking of Gears right now. I'm in Gears mode. I, I, can't, I, think I can't think of anything. So is mine. I can't think of anything. Hmm. Um, 
really. It's you know I, I've been very vague so far, so I mean I'm trying you to think. Yeah, I didn't want to go. Vague. I didn't want to go super specific. Are you right passing again? I hate passing, but I, I don't. I can't even like fathom a guess. Um, I got nothing. I don't want to hold us up just sitting here listening to me think. So yeah, I got nothing. I do. Okay. Um, how about Kane and Lynch? No. Mm. Okay. Next okay. clue. Next clue. Comic book miniseries was released to support the game in 2006 to 2007. 2006, so before the game's release. Huh. Right. It went into 2007, so it was like a six-six issue miniseries that was actually put together into a like a graphic novel afterwards. I feel like this sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Um, uh, Sin City. No. Was that a game? I thought they had a game, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. I don't think I've ever done this bad. Usually I have at least a guess. What's well, going to start going one of your here. lifelines. I can't even think of a question to ask. Yeah, I know. Um, like, that's always did my it, problem. So here you go. Is it story only or does it have multiplayer? Damn, that's a good question. I don't think it has multiplayer. Let me check real quick. But I will confirm that. I'm almost... I, I do have a guess, but I'll wait for you to say certain. this. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, it does have multiplayer. It does. Oh. Okay. According to the first-person shooter. Gosh, I don't, I don't remember. How about uh, how about Spec Ops? Uh, no. Great game. That was a good game. Is it my guess, or was that the question that I threw a guess out already? Shit. Um, I can't remember. Okay, well, I'm going to ask a, a question. Is it based off a comic character? Like a comic character that you would know? Like, yeah, like no. Marvel, DC, no, 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 no. No. Dark Horse, something nope. like that. Okay. Um, how about the uh, God? It's now I can't. The darkness. Ah, uh, that is it. Nice. Yes. Darkness. All right. Yep, I remember the character and everything. Right. Nice, great game. I enjoyed the first one. Didn't game. get to play the second I, one. That God, much. I only yeah. played that I for like that two hours. I never got into it. <clears throat> so the story. Oh, that was fun. So the rest of the clue. The story revolves around a revenge. Against the Mafia for, in part, killing your girlfriend. You can watch the entire To Kill a Mockingbird movie in its entirety <laughs> if you stop at the right spot. You develop powers throughout the game, but they cannot be used in well-lit areas. Uh, powers include summoning imp-like creatures, creating black holes. You play as Jakey, or Jackie, I'm sorry, Estacado. Yep. Taken over by demonic forces. Played his family for years. Good job, Bert. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. Thanks. Good one. Good game. Good game. Yep. No clue. All right. Well, that's name that game for this week, guys. Let us know if you got it um, before us with any of those clues. Kind of tough, but um, thanks for playing. Thanks for listening to that one. <laughs>
Um, and let's go ahead and close it out. So, Ains, I know you had a new video this week. Do you want to mention it, talk about it? What's it about? Yeah, so I started a new series I've been kind of talking about on a couple of big casts. I finally put out episode one, which is uh, it's called Industry Perspective. And really, this first episode was just talking about uh, the future of consoles beyond PlayStation 5 and Scarlet and what that maybe looks like um, due to, you know, moving to cloud gaming. So, uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. I've gotten a lot of good feedback. Shared it with a lot of people. Um Seems that people like it. I did get feedback from some that's a little dry, which, funny enough, I told you guys ahead of time. Um, so I do recognize that, and, uh, you know, I'm going to work on the presentation and stuff going forward, but it was fun, and uh, you can look for one of those, I don't know, maybe every couple weeks, something like that. So check it out, please. Nice. <clears throat> yep, I have a couple uh, Nintendo Switch controller videos. I have one coming out this Wednesday as well, so stay tuned for that one. If you are looking for a budget type of controller for the Nintendo Switch and don't want to go with the a pro controller or just maybe a third, fourth player to play with all those multiplayer games coming out. We did get some controllers from PDP to review, so I'm going to be doing a detailed review versus comparison uh, this week. You'll be seeing that, and then more fun stuff to come every single week for the next few weeks. So, uh, Dan, how about how about yourself? Uh, right now, like I said, I was just working on that uh, the easy mode article. It's not very easy. <laughs> That's uh, Rodriguez. Uh, I'm doing that. Yeah, and for anybody that wants to spend a lot of money, I might be doing a review on the uh, new Astro A50 wireless headsets. I just picked up a set of those. Nice. I'm running them through the course. Um, I do like them, um, but they're not without their issues. So um, I might be doing that here a little bit, maybe another week or so. Very cool. Get some more time underneath my belt. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure we're tuned in and make sure to listen for that review as it comes out. Oh, so. boy. Oh, Sorry. boy. That was, that was bad. That wasn't even necessary, really. My <laughs> apologies. And um, we should have our Gears 5 official review next week, guys. So Ains is going to be playing that, going through all the modes. As we do mention, we'd like to get through games all together before we give a full review. We did share our first impressions if, you're, um, if you'd listened to that earlier, but make sure you listen to that. Anything else you guys want to mention before I officially close it out for the week? Nope. All good. Back to gears. All right. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Bring it on. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> oh, right. damn. We almost made it. it. Is. We almost made almost it. almost made it without it, man. I almost forgot. Holy nice. crap. You never gave me the other 50% yeah, well to kick done. you off the show either, so you lasted an episode yeah, for a change. Mm-hmm. Came in there that's, and that's slid it right in at the end. You're welcome. <laughs> came in. Loyal. Came in strong at the end. That's right. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a good week. <laughs>